Welcome to Witch Please Radio, episode number 14. Uh, this week our special guest was Ryan Sanders. Um, Rob was still away when we recorded this. I think he's going to be back in Canada by the time you hear this, but um, he was away when it was recorded, so we needed another special guest, and Ryan Sanders came in. Um, if you're a regular Witch Police reader, you may know some of Ryan's stuff uh, as he was a member of the Brad Attack, and there's a ton of Brad Attack stuff on there. But he's been in a lot of bands dating back past decade or so, and actually we're going to have more of his music um, from some of his other bands on Witch Police in the near future, so look forward to that. And uh, this has actually turned out to be a really great show uh, in terms of content and in terms of just the conversation. Um, one of the better ones we've had in a while, I think. And um, yeah, so check it out. You can always listen to our show on Monday nights at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM. Or you can uh, use the social media thing and follow us on Twitter at WitchPoliceFM or at WitchPolice. You can go to Facebook. Uh, we are the Witch Police is the name of the group. Just search for that. Or as always, you can go to www.witchpolice.com. And that's where you can download all the archives of the show, as well as a lot of other music you can um, check out from local bands, uh, bands from other parts of the country, etc. At the end of this show, um, we've been trying to get a lot of live performances by our guests. And while Ryan does play music, um, he's usually either been just the singer or the bass player in his bands. And it would have been strange um, to have him doing either one of those just solo. So instead, he, uh, he's been working on a lot of poetry over the past few years, and he decided to write something specific for the show. It's really short, but it's a pretty cool thing to have on the end, and uh, it's actually related to this week's theme. So stay tuned. Uh, the last song of the episode is pretty long, so if you, can, um, if you make it through that, you get a special tag at the end of Ryan's Spoken Word. Enjoy the show. So John's making some tea, and we're Steep, here... Steeping away. Steeping away. We're here on uh, Witch Police Radio episode number 14, I think, today. Yeah. And this is the fuel episode. That's another one of the themes we got from the random text generator. And yeah, we have... I'm here, Sam, you're with... Steep and John. Steep and John, and we have a John. special guest today. Ryan. Ryan is here from... What do you do? Why, why are you important? <laughs> I. That is a very good question. Uh, according to my father, I'm not. All right. <laughs> All right, so, well, you, yeah. you got some music for us to play, though. And, uh, I do, yeah. yeah. I've wrote a couple things. So. Awesome. Awesome, okay. So, this, yeah, the theme is Fuel. Um, you know, as if you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably get the idea that we're just kind of clicking a button that's giving us words to, to base the themes on. Some of the ones coming up are really weird. This one's a little bit more normal. I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of songs um, Fuel-related. There's a lot of directions you can go in, though, right? Definitely, yeah. Like fire or gas or whatever, so, I mean, or anything. I mean, other... Yeah, you can play, I, didn't, I didn't really think too deeply into it. I... I've, Sometimes I try to get a little bit obscure with the ref, do, yeah. with the uh, interpretation. Because you, <laughs> you know, this could be like, you could have something that was on an environmental mixtape. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Like some extreme uh, hippie, uh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That's cool. All right, well, did, did you want to play something first, John? Or Yeah, sure. So I'm going to play uh, an old song to start, I think, by The Birds. Okay. I think out of uh, the usual hosts, I'm the only one that tends to listen. Well, I listen to more of this sort of like 60s rock stuff than either you got. You know, yeah, I think or... 60s, like, rock, pop, rock stuff more so. I mean, not, 60s stuff in general, I think both of me and Rob listen to yeah. a fair bit. Like, I mean, I listen to a lot of 60s soul and reggae and stuff, but... Yeah, so I'm not a big uh, Birds fan. They have those two uh, greatest hits records yeah. that you can find just about anywhere for a, for a dollar. So I think I have, I have those somewhere, but uh, nice. I don't know, I've, I've listened to some of their albums, and uh, yeah, the song I'm going to play is Artificial Energy. It's off okay. their fifth album called uh, the N notorious bird brothers and byrd hmm the notorious byrd yeah byrds and uh it's a joke but no one got it sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> i just thought it was kind of funny all right. All right. we'll take that on post all right and um we're not taking that out no okay <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh you got some things to say about the song but let's listen to it first okay, the cool. song is uh about doing speed fuel all right fuel okay here we go <laughs> Coming up on me now I'm coming for a 
with Artificial Energy off of uh, the Notorious Bird Brothers. Uh, that's that's the first song on the album, so it starts with a punch, the, yeah. the horns slamming in there. Does it remain, it retain its punchiness throughout? or the, uh, I think there are a couple other tracks with horns, and um, yeah, the listener will probably have noticed the weird outro thing where it kicks back in. Yeah, kind of like that. Like the, first fake three, ending. the first three songs on the album do this unexpected, really? like, throwback thing. All three. I think the first three tracks, that's and really it's, weird. it is pretty strange. Um... Yeah, so a couple interesting things about this album. I was reading about it uh, last night, and, well, David Crosby is one of the most famous members of this band. He was fired in the middle of recording this album. Um, so he's only on four of the songs. Yeah, and so I, there's like a bit of a dispute, I think, about um, him wanting uh, one of his songs included instead of a cover. Uh, the, the second song in the album is a cover. It's a really good song. Uh, he had a song called Triad that he wanted included, which was blatantly about having a threesome and <laughs> sounds I, like it sounds listen, like it i listened to it last night and it's hilarious it's very uh apparently very it's, on the, it's on the 97 uh, cd reissue yeah and jefferson he sold it to jefferson airplane as well they put it on something uh yeah so he he was fired they had to kind of pay out his contract and he bought a sailboat <laughs> and it's interesting because he writes a lot of songs about like boats and yeah, stuff really sailing, yeah. uh with crosby stills nash and young and stuff there's like wooden wooden ships. I think that he wrote that one. And then uh, yeah. I forget that there's like two. So they have uh, the birds have had like a lot of lineup changes over the years, especially just, following. Just, sorry, this. sorry, just one thing. Um, apparently the uh, I just looked up that sorry ad song because you mentioned it, and yeah. the, the guitar lead guitarist uh, was upset because he called it a freak out orgy tune, <laughs> <laughs> and that was too controversial. I anyway, go on. It's a really funny song. I recommend. I, like it here, I recommend YouTube. I've heard of it for sure, but yeah. Um, uh, so the two, one of the main guys who's been like he was. A bird, I guess, pretty much for the whole the whole run, and one of the principal songwriters is really into aeronautics. Apparently, before <laughs> they were called the birds, they were uh, performing as the jet set. Okay. Yeah. So one guy really into uh, airplanes. One guy really into boats. Boats. Uh, and the drummer also quit in the middle of recording this album. Uh, so yeah, they had a lot of lineup changes. You're saying, Sam, that you thought the birds were more country. You haven't really listened to them that much. Yeah. And apparently, I, I haven't listened to much past this album, but apparently Graham Parsons, Graham Parsons yeah, that's was what later I them with, yeah. involved in... He just did one album with them, though, I think, right? Yeah, like, maybe. One or two? Yeah, yeah, I don't think it really didn't really yeah. work out. Because that's, that's what I think. I mean, I think about their their, their annoying cover of uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, which is before all that, right? Yeah. And then, like, yeah. that other song they had, that other hit... Um, which name escapes me, but I think of them as a turn, pop, turn, 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 thank you. I think of them like as a pop folk band, and then also later as a country band, but I don't have a lot of, like, frame of reference for yeah. them, really. Like, they were one of the first, kind of, folk rock bands around, and actually, like interestingly, the horns were, horns were good in that. yeah, this album is the only one that I really listened to of theirs. It's pretty good, I like most of the songs on it, and it's one of the first LPs to feature a Moog, which is interesting. Um, a Moog? Moog synthesizer. And, um, what else was I going to say? So this song, blatantly, about doing drugs, taking amphetamines. Yeah, and yeah, not a very subtle title. And coming, no, down, no, coming no, down, no. down at the end and killing a homosexual. Yeah, yeah it's well, I mean, right? if anyone here has ever been on a speed binge, not, which not I have, not I. Okay, sometimes I have you tend to a... kill a homosexual. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it just happens, it occurs. <laughs> this right. is going to be broadcast to the public, so you're not going to give away no, well, too much. Terminal yeah. No, no, it's all good. It's okay. all good. 
Um, <laughs> so a couple of interesting things. Their first two albums were named after covers that they did. There's Mr. Tambourine Man and uh, Turn, Turn, Turn. Those are the names of their first two albums. Okay. And a lot, most of their albums feature covers, I think. Uh, maybe all of them do, actually. And their first big hit single was um, Eight Miles High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a good, really good song, I think. Uh, and it was banned at first because it, people thought it would pr- it promoted drug use. And then the, the, they did and then the lead guy was like, no, it's about taking an, airpl- taking an airplane to London. Which, if you listen to it in that context, it still works. But that might There's like an extra layer to cover it. But he also is into airplanes. Oh, okay. So it's hard to say. So they had two, their two, two of their first big singles actually got banned because of potential references to drugs. To but drug it was use. kind of couched in metaphor. And whereas this song, blatantly about drugs, and no one seemed to care at all. I don't think it was a single, yeah. maybe that's why, but that's it, did, it didn't get the, the sort of uh, outcry. That's really weird. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. I know what you want to say because that Husker Du cover of it. Husker Du? I don't know that. With the umlauts? Okay. With the umlauts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They Husker did a cover of it. Umlauts. And didn't they, didn't they record something on that single, possibly that song in Winnipeg? Because they have a single that has that song on it, and I'm pretty sure either that cover or something else on there was recorded like at the Albert or something. I have very no idea. Uh, for a guy who likes Husker do a lot, I don't know a lot about them. I mean, I could be totally totally wrong about that, but I, for some reason, I think I don't have the single. Otherwise, I could just check, right? But mm-hmm. I'm uh, frantically trying to look it up here. But I don't yeah, think gonna... I feel like that's something important now. Well, see, maybe we can play another song and then get to get around to it or something. I don't know. Um, hang on, I, I, you guys keep talking. Okay. Well, this. so yeah, I thought the, the whole censorship thing is kind of weird the way that you know people there'd be an outcry if there's any sort of reference to anything and it, didn't, it doesn't seem like it took that long for things to ease up with uh i guess by the 70s if you're talking about drugs that was right more well or less yeah that, that entire border came in there right when with the entire hair movement and hippies and hair drug yeah. use everywhere yeah. right so it's weird yeah. that that was cool but like um the the triad thing wasn't like it's okay to talk about drugs blatantly, but the, the, it's weird. Like no one wants to I don't think. Yeah, song. I don't think the. <laughs> you've got to hear this song. It is. Yeah, I agree. It is very funny. Uh, but uh, and then to think about the way things t- are today and what you hear on the radio. Oh, it's incredibly different. Yeah, and yeah. It almost makes me wish there was a little bit more censorship in a way because I I don't know Sam, you might uh, have thoughts on this. Like I'll hear younger kids who know every single word to a song, and it like makes me blush almost to hear them right yeah saying it even though even though they probably they don't actually know what it means necessarily but the fact that they're saying it. but the fact that it's there to them anyway right like yeah just by yeah. being able to turn on a radio and being exposed to this kind of thing yeah well i mean what was um black eyed peas originally right uh let's get it started was let's get retarded yeah and but you weren't allowed to say that on the radio but now like stuff about skeeting on walls and like you know there's a lot of stuff that's really yeah, and the way that some things are faux pas and other things are accepted is yeah I don't, right? I don't like, yeah it's, it depends on what is glamorizing. I'm not right? sure who's determining these things, but I uh, I tend to disagree. Usually. Probably a team of monkeys working around the clock. They yeah. have like, little cups of coffee and cigarettes. Clacking away. Okay, so they did record a song of the Albert. They on did that single. It wasn't that song. There was another one on that single, but recorded the Albert, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. On uh, March '85. Okay. I missed that. I missed oh, my date. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I guess we were too uh, too busy being children to. Yeah, I was learning <laughs> to how to go walk. check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to like Sesame Street records and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, so I was just saying like the kind of things that you can hear on the radio these days. Sam, as a parent, you've got to kind of have a bit of concern about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what well, I mean, like the just blatant like offensiveness of a lot of yeah, songs, kind of thing. Pretty, some right? pretty. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's weird. Terrible stuff. It's. I don't know. It's it seems like there was stuff like that when we were kids too, but it. It's very much more now, like, back then it would be like, you know, parents were worried about, like, gangster rap and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, death metal and everything. But now it's just, like, you look, turn on a pop song, and it's just and super it's, graphic. it's yeah. right there, too. Yeah, yeah. it's just weird. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know if, it, like, I almost wonder if things are going to turn the opposite way with the next generation of kids, because people, it's so much like that, and people, the kids always rebel against their parents, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, So right? I'm wondering, so, like, but so, you know, we're talking about that fire episode about the tattoos, right? Yeah. Which you probably heard, and you probably had an opinion on having tattoos yourself. A couple. Right? So, um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking, like, you know, my kid, my kids, 
might not, I mean, I don't have tattoos, but my wife does and tons of other people do. And a lot of people, they know, you know, Lizzie knows about tattoos. So it might not be like, oh, I'm gonna get, <laughs> it might not be like, oh, I'm going to get more tattoos. It might be like, oh, my parents have this. This yeah. is lame. I'm going to like dress in a, you know, like very or, conservative it, or who knows, like grown up and, 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 and smoke a pot, right? Everybody I know whose parents smoked marijuana would never touch it. Like, no, why would I, I don't want to be my mom. You I don't want to be my dad. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, it could, dad's downstairs listening to Judas yeah. Priest record smoking a joint. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's I'm like, going to school. <laughs> I'm going to wear a tie. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Like, is that, that might happen. And that, and that the same thing with the, you know, they might not want to hear some graphic music because shocking isn't going to be cool anymore. Yeah. It's going to be cool to be doing like listening to like a Paboon or something. I hope not, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it could go the complete other way hmm. or it could just get worse. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, could, I guess yeah. Over, being overexposed to it, it. Well, it's weird because it softens your reaction to it. It does. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I'll find out, I guess, like, you know, being a father, like, yeah. what, it is a little worrying, but. What I mean, can you do? It's there. Like, it's there. And so I can make sure my kids listen to a lot of other music available to them so they're not, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's really just kind of avoid the crappy stuff. I mean, it might be offensive good stuff, but at least it's good. All right. Speaking of other music. Speaking of other music, yeah, I think I'm going to play some next, so that's cool. Excellent. Yeah, sounds good. I'm going to play some of the Descendants. And um, this is one of those bands that I feel like I should have played on the show before, just because they, you know, their songs are all super short. <laughs> this song is like 36 seconds long, yeah. so it'll fit in really like we could just fit them into anywhere on one of these themes. But it's called Coffee Mug. We actually just listened to it and you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was upstairs answering the phone. Yeah, no, but it's called Coffee Mug. Um, I first heard it on, on a compilation, right? Yeah, it was on one of those Epitaph um, Punkorama compilations. I think the second one. Did you guys? Yeah, 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 with the orange and green. Covered. Yeah, maybe that. it was yeah. like the epitaph logo where he had like a body. They made him anthropomorphic, okay. and he was smashing something. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was. It was on that, and it was um, is the first song I think on on one of those compilations back. You know, and it's awesome. It's about drinking coffee and needing coffee and like fuel. I don't. I actually don't drink coffee. Myself, I drink tea, but um, a lot of people <laughs> need coffee. I think I'm I'm becoming one of those people. I yeah. I drink coffee pretty much every day. It's been a yeah steady steady battle with me yeah. uh, like no i'm on the green tea back on coffee on the green tea back on coffee yeah. so i usually drink really strong coffee and then tea for the rest of the day yeah, <laughs> yeah that's keep, a good one that's a good going. method so this song apparently i mean we can talk about it after we listen to it because it's super short but it was written by the drummer mm-hmm. which is weird because i mean he didn't you know he didn't write other ones well, he, wrote, he did write other ones yeah. it's just like it's strange because i mean it's, i guess the drummers are really really into the fast you know especially playing punk rock and the drummer is awesome because he was also in black flag Oh, Bill Stevenson. So he's produced like a whole insane amount of stuff. So I mean, he's my favorite member of the Descendants just because of the Black Flag connection. Because mm-hmm. I love Black Flag, who I also haven't played on the show. I'm trying to. This is the problem. There's always a lot of stuff I want to play, but I'm trying to find like the perfect moment to play it. Because I was looking at some stuff, uh, even for this one that I wanted to do. I wanted to play a Fishbone song, right? Yeah. But Fishbone's one of my favorite bands. I don't want to. <laughs> we try to avoid playing like the same stuff. Every, uh, yeah, every over week, right? kind of unspoken. Right? Yeah, we're talking yeah. About yeah. It yeah. So, yeah. so it's like I want to play this Fishbone song because there's one line about gasoline stank. That I wanted to play, right? But I was like, I like it, but it's not my favorite Fishbone song. There's like maybe 20 other Fishbone songs that I'd rather play before it. So I'm like, uh, I'll just play something else. So I'm playing Coffee Mug by the Descendants. It's 36 seconds. I've already talked longer than the song is. So let's listen to it and then go from there. Coffee mug. Pretty quick one. Everything sucks in 1996. I'm going to get some tea. That's why you didn't want to use the mug. That's why I wanted to use the mug for myself. Yeah, you can drink out of a plastic cup. He's a guest. (laughs) He's the guest host. He doesn't get a real cup. He doesn't get a cup. (laughs) Just like my dad. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) The more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, Yeah, I was just telling Sam, uh, every morning, at least two Descendants songs, Wake my girlfriend up. First, she hated it. Now, every morning, she's like, "Where's my goddamn descendants?" Do you? Um, That's a good way to start the day. I guess it is. It really up. is. Especially coffee mug. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Um, Everything song. sucks. Not my most favorite no. album. No. By far. Um, but definitely had some good ones what on there. What's your favorite album? Um, I don't even know if that's a fair question. And to then ask. the follow-up question is, what do you think of all? Uh, you know, I just had the all discussion with somebody, and I don't know what it is. They just never got me the same. They Sounds never good. grabbed me the same Sounds as the good. descendants yeah. did. 
Um, it's still good, but not as good. It's, for it's still people good. Like you who don't know what you're all is the same band with a different singer. Yes, Milo okay. Milo took Offerman, off to go to college, yeah. and then they got a couple other guys. They all changed their singer a couple times, I think. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, I believe so. But um, like they have a song. Descendants have a song called All, which I kind of wanted to play. Where all it is is the drums, the one, two, three, and then they yell All, and that's the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> there's no music. It's just and then the All. So it's very confusing because like did they have an, I think they have an album called All, don't they? Um. Yes, and then there's always a follow-up to all, which is no all. No all, yeah. Which, yeah, the two words. No, all. Yeah, yeah, Descendants were uh, an amazing thing, I think. Yeah. They really, um, they came from when when hardcore and punk rock was doing that California thing and really did their own sound involving girls and school and... And being nerds, too. Yeah, and and sweatpants and... and, (laughs) Yeah, and... Doesn't the guy have, Milo have some advanced, like, technical degree or something? Like, they're just Uh, smart, Biochemistry, I believe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... And I was thinking about that, and a lot of those punk guys from the '90s have uh, what's his name from The Offspring has some kind of uh, science, Dexter, extreme Dexter science Holland, degree. Yeah, and uh, uh, Greg Graffin. Greg, yeah, Greg yeah, Graffin's Greg. Like some kind of uh, what is he? I don't know. Someone, someone similar. Like a microbiologist or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, so hmm, all these guys, I don't know. It's, I, it's like it became punk was. Maybe punk was always okay to be a nerd, but I don't think so. It was well, really no, like it was, it was, like well, when it, especially when it moved from from the UK to America, right? It became it was very tough guy. Generated, but uh, then you get into the further into the nineties, I guess, and it's yeah. okay to be nerdy. About yeah. It. Like, yeah, or you grow up and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna put the band on hiatus and go to school. Milo goes I mean, to college. Yeah, what else can you do, right? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, that was I don't know. The Descendants are just awesome, and I, I haven't played them yet, and that's probably one of my favorite Descendants songs. All thirty six seconds of it. Yeah, or thirty eight, maybe I'm not sure, but they're cool. Um, <laughs> I almost feel like listening to it again. Yeah, we can listen to it like a few times. Though. <laughs> Maybe when I add the show together, I'll put it on there like a couple times in a row, just so it seems like it's longer. But <laughs> I don't isn't, know, that, I mean, isn't that what he did on um, Pump Up the Volume when he played the Descendants? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think he plays the same Descendants song twice. But you could do it easily. Yeah, yeah. I watched this thing on YouTube, speaking of doing the same thing twice. Um, I know we've established that John's not really into Star Trek. Are you into Star Trek? No. No, okay, Star it's Wars. Not, it's not going to be funny then. Um, I, I, I Anybody talking anyway. about Star Trek is usually kind of funny to me um, in a we, different way. We're, me and my wife are re-watching the entire Next Generation series, so we're into season three now. But in season one, I can see John's face. It's just like, why are you talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> season one, there's this uh, Klingon uh, death ritual. And so, like, these Klingons show up on the ship, and, like, one of their buddies gets shot or whatever. And so they're, um, they're sitting there and looking at him, looking in his eyes and stuff, make sure he's dead, and then they just go, Rawr! And t- heads back and start screaming, like like the like the con thing from Wrath kind of like that. But it's these Klingons just screaming, and then all of a sudden, Worf is standing beside them, right? And Worf is like is about a half second delay, and they're screaming. He just looks and he goes, Aah! so on YouTube, I watched this thing. It just loops that over and over. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissing myself laughing. It's it one of those. So good. There's some some YouTube videos that people put together that are like. 46 hours long. Yeah. Over and over There's like yeah. 10 hours of, of the dog from Adventure Time making pancakes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. Like which yeah. I've got no problem with. I really like the show. Yeah, if you're yes. on like a speed binge. And yeah, you know, <laughs> and you just want to watch 10 hours of a dog making bacon pancakes, then go for it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I was just looping and Star watching Trek. Star Trek lately, so. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Death Ritual. Mouthboat song, or? That would be a good title for a band, actually, Claim on Death Ritual. Death Ritual. <laughs> awesome. I gotta, I gotta start a band called Klingon Death Ritual. Yeah, there's so many, yeah, there's so many good names that make you just want to start a side project. For sure, imagine how heavy <laughs> that would be. It. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> All the lyrics. Singing oh! Klingon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, singing in Klingon. It'd be amazing. Anyway, sorry, enough for Star Trek. Um, it's your turn to play song. Okay, so what are um, gonna do? I'm going to start with um, Burn Piano Island Burn by the Blood Brothers. Awesome. Uh, I know you've played Blood Brothers on the show before, yeah. um, so apparently I'm a little redundant. No, 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 no but you're, you're a guest. It's allowed. Um, I'm a, uh, Awesome, I'm a guest. It's allowed. No, and it's Blood Brothers. Yeah. I mean, why I do mean, you not want to play them all? Um, I actually considered this song for the Fire episode, which we I know, which to, which I heard, yeah. yeah. And of course, I, I go back looking over the archives after, and I'm like, oh, Fire. It's like fuel, and all of my songs, both my songs, are fire based around Fire, yeah. right? It still so, works, though. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I feel like I'm kind of bringing half a plate of dinner. That's all right, sorry. Yeah, sitting at the kids' table. One thing I wanted to play but didn't, because I had like a long list going and I just cut it down, was I'm not even a huge fan of the song, but the title is one of my favorite song titles ever. Is by No Effects. Um, we threw gasoline on the fire, and now we have stumps for arms, no eyebrows. Yeah, good I mean song. that's an amazing song title. Yeah, yeah. song's alright too, yeah. but it's not. It's not fuel related. Well, throwing gasoline on the fire but, is pretty fuel related. Yeah, fuel. Yeah, I know, but well, the, the title is. But the, the title, but I don't think the song content, is not about no. that. No, no. no. Um, 
But is there anything you want to say about Blood Brothers? I mean, um, when you could, I mean, you tackled it pretty good on the fire episode, right? When you played episode number seven, www.wishpolice.com. Go to the podcast archives. Dot coms. Yeah. yeah, we're professionals now. It's yeah, you know, I noticed that. Yeah, it's yeah. not blogspot.com no. anymore. It's uh, I spent a whole dollar buying a domain. There was a sale, and that I was nice allowed to have all the money that you <laughs> One need. One dollar. Hey? I was yeah. yeah. One of the few times I've ever bought anything over the internet. Oh, I, you yeah, know, you we, broke the. We've discussed this before. I have issues with purchasing things online, and. But it was like a dollar to have witchpolice.com seemed... Yeah, that's all right, hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you you brought it up like... Uh, I think fire is a, an obvious connection with fuel. And I've one of, if I'm just like talking to someone on the phone or something... Like last night I was thinking about songs and would ask someone, okay, what comes to mind? And yeah, that's like what comes to mind. Right, yeah. 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 I, I like how you... The coffee and the speed, both of mine are based yeah, around kinda, fire, yeah. so... Well, my next ones are both gas, too. So at least we have a bit of variety, right? So Yeah. Another thing, sorry, just one more thing I wanted to say before is uh, stuff I wanted to play was on my list, but I, I feel like I should mention because it's like an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Was the Gas Face by Third Base? I wanted to play that. Do you guys, know. No, I don't know. White rappers, late eighties, early nineties. Oh, really? Awesome song. Okay, I'm, I'll check it out anyway then. But um, I didn't. I, I didn't. Didn't make the cut. All right, well, let's check this. So let's do Blood okay. Brothers. Blood Brothers. Burn, burn piano, piano Island Burn from Burn Piano Island Burn. It is the title track. Awesome.
That was uh, Burn Piano Island Burn by the Blood Brothers. Um, funny story, I was always afraid of playing the Blood Brothers for people until you started listening to them a lot because I tried to introduce Dave Segarek of the Brat Attack He fame. likes them now. He loves them, but the first time I tried to play him, he told me, and uh, it's paraphrasing, it's not a direct quote, but it was something along the lines of, your Uncle Andrew told me to watch out because they're a scenester band. What? I, I, don't, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know, I don't know why my Uncle Andrew would have said that, but is apparently... Is your uncle? Is this yeah, okay. yeah, Andy Bloom. Okay, is, that name uh, sounds very familiar. Yeah, he's, I don't know, Winnipeg staple. He's about four feet tall. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, trombone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, trombone player, yeah. He's your he's, uncle? He's my stepmom's younger brother. Isn't he the same age as you? He's actually a year younger than me. Okay, yeah, he was me after being one of them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Making, he was also in Cato. He played drums in in, uh, my, in, my, in our project Cato. Yeah, but he had warned, yeah, he told Dave that he's got to watch out because they sound good, but they're a scenester band. You know what? <laughs> I actually saw a video of them. I had never seen what they looked like because I had their records, right? But then I was, very recently, I finally started to look up their music videos. Right. And um, I don't like how they look. No, <laughs> like, because they look like a bunch of scenesters. They look like hipsters. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have ridiculous yeah. like neckerchiefs and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're so good; it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it was. I discovered them the same era. I discovered like Red Light Sting and like other like synthy-driven kind of post harp It's uh, Andy Dixon from DBS. Okay. What he did after DBS, like the Canadian DBS. Yeah, not, the not, Cana- Death not Death by Stereo. The Canadian DBS from man. Vancouver. Yeah. DBS was good. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those guys back in the nineties at West End and stuff. Whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Followed them around a couple times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Cool. So this fits the theme, obviously, because the burning aspect of it. The burning of Piano Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Quite a bit of piano. I'm just looking uh, at like what, who's who's in the band and stuff, yeah. and uh, a couple of them are playing pianos on it. Yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of keyboard in general in their stuff. Yeah, like Wurlitz, and stuff. Yeah. Wurlitzer, gl- Glockenspiel. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. Glockenspiel. Piano, but... I also like the two singers a lot. I like how the two singers. Yes. Really cool. Yeah. One guy plays keyboard too, but one guy's just a singer. But like, I like. I think it's more bands should do that. Mm-hmm. I like bands that do that, and it's not doesn't happen all that common. The birds actually to bring it back to what i was playing earlier were kind of they had a rotation of about three or four different people that would be they didn't really have a lead singer well, per se. that's that's a little different though because right? a lot of bands do that well they have different people singing different songs but this is two singers all the time all the time yeah yeah, yeah. which is yeah. A good yeah that's a good idea which uh, is really cool yeah so yeah i don't know I, I... uh yeah i think we were talking during the song i mentioned hey this is really good i should check this out yeah, yeah, and yeah. i think i said the same thing when, when we were you should check out this album you should check previous. out uh young machetes which is where the song was from last time and just check out Crimes is also a really good album. Was Young Machetes their last one? Last one. Last yeah. one, hey? Yeah. yeah I That's think... the first one I actually bought. I heard them for a long time, and I always liked what I heard, and then I was like, I'm going to buy this, because I keep hearing that it's amazing. And then I bought it, and then I kind of backtracked. Right, right. I bought it right when it came out. Well, not, not like the day of or anything, but I same. think Crimes and Piano Island were the only two I ever owned. Crimes is great, too, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I haven't come across really anything that they've done that's upset me. No. You know what no. I mean? It's... No, I, I have this one. I have uh, oh, I have Piano Island. I have Young Machetes, and I have the, uh, the, that EP... Um, Love rhymes, rhymes with hideous, hideous car, car crash, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hideous yeah. car wreck, rather. Yeah, yeah. That was my Valentine's Day song to my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's a good song. It's a really good song. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was reading the lyrics to this song. They and crazy they're they're crazy yeah. and pretty pretty cool. Uh, what are, what's that one? Probably like? just a speed binge, kill some homosexuals <laughs> kind of story, you know? Yeah. Again, with the. Uh, <laughs> very romantic. Yeah. Extremely romantic. Very romantic, yeah. A yeah. cup of coffee and right reminiscing on. about. Murder. You know. Murder. <laughs> hate crime. Not, not a hate crime, though. It wasn't... The fact that he was a homosexual had nothing to do with it. Oh, you just killed him It's just anyway. in the end, okay. you know? Yeah. You found out afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Well, start going through a guy's wallet and find all sorts of stuff. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So you're just a regular criminal, not a hate criminal. That's a little better, I guess. I, I feel more comfortable having you Com- in my house. Good, <laughs> good, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm casing yeah. the joint a little bit, Yeah. but I, I, I respect the family, so... Yeah, that's right. But well, you've been here before. If you were to stolen anything, you would have known it all by now. So. <laughs> that fish tank's looking awful pretty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Blood Brothers good. Speed speed binge. Speed maybe. binge. Speed binge bad. And yeah. murder probably bad too. Murder not the best idea. No, not good. So yeah, who's uh, who's up next? Uh, C'est moi. Yeah, right. Um, I'm gonna play a song by Butthole Surfers. Okay. Um, a band who I like quite a bit, but haven't. Awesome band. Yeah, and I realized when I was uh, kind of reading about them last night that I don't have very many of their earlier albums. I only no. have about. Three, and they have a you know a they have a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not familiar, too familiar with butthole surfers. Past like the Simpsons when Rod and or Todd is wearing the butthole surfer shirt. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, says, "Look, yeah, mommy, yeah. I'm a surfer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They get they get but, uh, clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like, but of course, I I know who they are. So yeah. kind of stoked to listen Notori- to them. Notorious talk about for it. some crazy uh, the stage, stage stuff. Is what I really. I mean, I've never seen them obviously live, but reading about that stuff, they're in that book. Uh, this man could be your life. Yeah. 
and there's a big chapter on them, and that stuff is cr- some of the stage stuff. Like, and it was taken. Like, they have sex on stage, like yeah, they had they a, had, well, like, they had a new and... dancer who yeah. toured with them for a, a while. Yeah. It was almost like a de- almost a band member, but just would get naked and yeah, dance. And, then, and and then he would have the singer would have sex with her on stage. Yeah, and well, they'd have like fire and stuff, and re- like, like really uh, like penetration yeah, yeah, sex actually, on stage. Yeah. Wow. And they would have uh, like um, like they were on acid all the time, right? Like constantly. Okay, well, so, I'd, I'd like to do acid too. I never bang anybody <laughs> on stage. <laughs> no, I've been I've been making music since like two thousand and two, yeah. and I've never once got anywhere past a kiss from making music. Get on it, yeah. yeah. And you just well, a new band, I guess you got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more they, acid, um, more sex, I guess. But they did also one thing that I really liked about. I mean, this is an insane thing to like, but I think it's funny. Is they used to like uh, somehow they would source out like photos of diseased genitals, and then. Use them in way various ways, yeah, like no, uh, photocopy them and put them on posters or put them on stage, projected from the, just to like mess with people. Yeah, I've got some stuff to say about that. Okay, yeah, Maybe I'll wait till after the song. Sure, um, whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah, the, just mentioning their stage show, there, the, um, it was recorded like in its heyday, like at its peak. Yeah. And uh, I think it can probably this, be uh, found on the internet. There's oh, the like, show. Yeah, there was like a uh, kind of a show video or a tour. Oh, I'm movie sorry. Put they. Together. I'm just looking. At, they actually. Um, Published a magazine yeah, about, and about the, and the guitarist too yeah. about strange venereal diseases. Okay, so that's why they had these photos, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's play the song and then maybe I'll yeah we can flesh that out a little bit. So okay. the song I'm gonna play is um, from uh, in the '89 EP called Widowmaker. Okay. Uh, it's called Great title. Booze, tobacco, dope, pussy cars. The only other thing I want to say about them before we play the song is that like it's so weird how they briefly got popular. They had that we- with the pepper. pepper. Yeah. It was like a hit, and all of a sudden, it was like, "Whoa, the butthole surfers are famous!" And then that was it, right? That's kind but of like it, yeah. people going backtrack from that to this kind of stuff, like I don't know. Yeah. So, so let's listen to it. All right, butthole surfers. <laughs> Surfers, booze, tobacco, dope, pussy cars. Uh, Sam's thing doing something weird. Yeah, screaming at us. Um, yeah, a notable for a, uh, dr- a drum machine solo midway through. Yeah, a very evident drum machine solo. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, takes so, some balls. So yeah, these guys have been around since the early '80s, and uh, a very unlikely pair. The the guitarist and singer kind of started making music together. At the time, they were both like the the guitarist was working towards an MBA, and Gibby Haynes was. Uh, in university, he was captain of the basketball team. Okay, He's a giant man, and He's a giant was man. voted the school's accountant of the year. Yeah, well, that cool. makes sense. Butthole surfer accountant of the year. Yeah, and so right when they were starting, he was an accountant working at a firm. Right, yeah, yeah. And him and the guitarist started this magazine called Strange VD, which <laughs> would 
Where the, they featured photos of abnormal medical uh, It was diseased ailments. genitals, right? Yeah. And some of the pictures, I guess, were found in his workplace, and he got fired. That's right, he stole them and photocopied them, right? Yeah, he'd yeah, yeah. be photocopying them at work. <laughs> In the, at the, in the 80s, right, counting, in the 80s, though, so photocopying, you had to go to work to do it, right? Yeah, you were right. just scanning yeah. on your printer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so he, I think he got fired. They, the other guy dropped out with a semester to go before his MBA, and they just made fucking crazy music. My favorite thing <laughs> yeah. about them is that they used to apparently, um, also, I remember reading about this in a book too, but it's on um, their old Wikipedia pager. They uh, spent a brief period selling homemade clothes and linens <laughs> with uh, Lee Harvey Oswald on it. Yeah. <laughs> in Texas. They're in Texas. Texas. Wow, yeah. Man, That's like I, a ballsy thing to do, you know? Like I don't know much about the butthole surface, but I'm going home to learn more. <laughs> that is, if I take one thing from this, it's that your father-in-law makes delicious raspberry wine, and butthole surfer <laughs> is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they also... They, well, good one. No, well, when they first started out, they would play under a different name for every show. They just finally... When is the butthole surfer's one? They had a song called Butthole Surfer. And someone mistook that for the name of the group, so they yeah. got introduced that way, and then they just stuck with it. They have absolutely brilliant album titles too. Like one of them is called uh, "Hairway to Steven. Yeah, it's kind of no effectsy in the sort of so pun play on words. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the PCP, PCP EP, <laughs> PCP EP, and yeah. uh, Psychic Powerless, Another Man's Sack, Rembrandt Pussy Horse. <laughs> Locust Abortion Technician, like they're all amazing, yeah. amazing titles. I think Locust Abortion Technician is what I'm going to name my firstborn child. That's possibly <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. I like throwing weird, obscure words together, and that is good. Yeah. Locust Abortion Technician. Yeah. <laughs> Locust Abortion Technician Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. Yeah, so Johnson have... for a last name, though. Locust Abortion Technician Johnson. There you go. Yeah. All right. So they have a ton of material. I haven't really plumbed the depths of the bubble. Yeah. Honestly, um, the only albums I have of theirs, I've heard a lot of the older stuff, are like the two of the later ones. And side like, projects too, I think Gibby Haynes and the guitarist both had like, they were doing they were, he electronic was in, He was in P. Gibby Haynes was in P, wasn't he? Yeah. With Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp. And they recorded and a song Flea, with Michael Stipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really they, weird. And, oh yeah, I read uh, when they first, they moved to like, they're going back and forth between Texas and California for a while. And I think when they first went to, I guess probably California, they blatantly stalked Michael Stipe. <laughs> they have a song about him. And they, they would yeah. park a van outside of his house with, like, <laughs> Michael's, like... It'll, if you're on Wikipedia, you can, you'll find it on there somewhere. Uh, I forget what was written on the van, but blatantly stalking oh, Michael man. Stipe. That's amazing. Hilarious, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, pretty much, like, a favorite band for just how outlandish and yeah. crazy... Antics. And the weird yeah. thing, too, is, like, uh, Paul Leary, the guitar on. player, he, like, has gone on to be actually a respectable producer. That's right. He talented, produced that that guy. most well-known Sublime album, like, which is a huge, massive hit, like, the yep. subtitle one. And, really? like, other stuff, too. Yeah, he's, he's super, like... Yeah, he's a very accomplished uh, kind So of he's background. obviously, like, not, like, an yeah. acid burnout, right? But Gibby Haynes seems like he probably is. Probably <laughs> but, is. Like, yeah, probably even... venereal diseases from banging strippers on stage. For sure, I think yeah, around yeah. the time of P, he, there was, like, Holy he was concerned crap. about his drug Apparently, when he was in P... They played at the club where River Phoenix died on the night that he died. Yeah. That was the band that River Phoenix played. There you go. Was Gibby Haynes, Johnny Depp, and <laughs> they Flea. Killed, they killed and River Flea. Phoenix. Yeah. They killed River Phoenix. <laughs> Gibby Haynes killed River Phoenix. <laughs> That's insane. It's on Wikipedia. It's true. It's got to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. All right. So that was a good song. So this, yeah, I this, this was a band that was, I, I, I have been listening to, but like I said, don't have nearly enough yeah. of their material, but they're bound to come up at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Good. Well, I know, I know I have some of their couple of their albums. Rob has some of their stuff. Rob has Harry to Steven, I'm pretty sure, mm -hmm. which is just like, I love the album title. It's so good. Harry to Steven. Yeah, oh, that's right. I think maybe on a show that like where he was, he was hosting as well, it came up that uh, one of their albums, you're supposed to change the speed of the record player. Yeah, 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 times through, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Throughout? Yeah. This is really cool. Just messing with people, hey? Yeah. Just a head full of acid, gonna fuck with whoever we can. Yes. Yeah. That is a good way to live, man. <laughs> Poor Michael Stipe, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think, I think Michael, Michael Stipe can handle it. You know? yeah. Yeah. And Tuscan. Just two small shirts. He seems like he's an alright guy, Michael Stipe. He yeah. seems like he's alright, yeah. yeah. He got old. Yeah, well, they're yeah. Old, right? I guess we're all getting old. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good thing. Good thing to get old rather than the opposite alternative. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was good. I, I really like that, and uh, I think that just like you were saying with Blood Brothers, I think we need to all listen to more Butthole Surfers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was awesome. And, and an the, obvious the, connection to the drum machine solo was fantastic. That was great. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah connection. Yeah, it's also a long title alone, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Cool. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll. Uh, Cause you're gonna finish it up with your long thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna play a song by this guy Bugsy, also known as Bugsy Number One or Bug Num One. <laughs> he's this, uh, um, I guess he's a grime artist from Bristol, and I discovered him by accident. I was listening to, uh, watching some YouTube videos of this UK rapper called Rodney P, 
and he does some a lot of reggae influenced stuff like a lot of those guys do which is why i'm into it right because right. a lot of it's got like uh kind of like um dance hall and jungle and all these influences going on with their rap so that's why i got into it so watching this rodney p video and this little kid with dreads comes out and he just killed it it was amazing like, who is this kid so bugsy number one and he's like early 20s from Bristol. Every one of the songs is about how he's from Bristol. Hmm. Not, not all of them, but he does. A lot of artists from Bristol tend to dwell on the fact that they're from Bristol. He talks about it a yeah. lot, yeah. But he's got this album called um, uh, The Great Escape. It's his, he has two albums out now. The Great Escape, I finally found on the internet. Like, you can't buy it anywhere here because it's like his Facebook page is like 5,000 followers. Like he's not, he's not yeah. big. I wish he was because I'd like to be able to buy the actual albums. But um, the, the album is great. It's amazing. Um, there's a, a lot of like really, really heavy um, reggae influence on it. And. Uh, he sounds amazing doing dancehall. Like, I mean, he's still got the, the English accent and he's rapping, but it, he does like very I've stuff. recently really started falling in love with English reggae, it's great. It's like so skinheads, dancehall stuff. So great. So, I mean, this is like, the, this song I'm going to play is not so much like that. This is more of like a, more of just like a, the reggae influence isn't really there. But he's, he's still rapping at very high speeds and um, the song's called Pure Gas, which is right. definitively with fuel. I honestly have no idea what he's talking about. He just says pure gas a bunch of times. I mean, I, I understand the lyrics. I just don't know what the pure gas reference is to. I mean, so it's a, it's, only, it's a short song. It's just like a little snippet of something. Um, a lot of his other songs are longer in the album. This is just kind of a, a little like... He put it on YouTube, I think, before the album came out. as like a, a little intro to what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's got another album out too. And it's, from what I've heard, is really good. But I would definitely recommend Bugsy number one. Two Gs. Bugsy. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where you can find his stuff other than I just found downloads somewhere on the internet and haven't seen it since, so I'm going to play Pure Gas. too soon yeah i know eh? bugsy pure gas i mean i would really recommend the rest of the album the great escape um Put some of the, the some of them i mean that had like a bit of a dancehall baseline at the end there during the part of wish room pure gas over and over again but um some of his straight up reggae stuff is, is like it's great it's really good so he does have this annoying catchphrase that he uses <laughs> not he didn't use in this one it's but kind of he goes hey, got... <laughs> just like what like what? he does what like the high pitched and he writes it on the internet too you look at his like his website and it says like he's got a tattoo somewhere oh probably I don't know but anyway he's really good he's really young I would like to see him get more famous I think I just found him by accident on a YouTube video that someone else was on that I was into so but yeah pure gas yeah good stuff so I get the impression I get from the lyrics is that pure gas is like people talking shit you know yeah it seems to be he mentions whips and talking shit a lot so yeah yeah yeah, so it's just people like you know talking pure gas. I mm -hmm. guess is maybe the slang term for. But I, I yeah, I wanted to get. I will play that guy in the show later. A different song, probably a different. Not this show, but yeah, different episode because I'm really into it. So, but yeah, Bugsy, Bugsy number one. Right on. What was it, Bugsy num one? Bug, bug, bug num one. Bug, bug num one. Bug num one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Also Ross Bugsy, he goes by too. He's got this big chain with a line of Judah on it. And oh, he's got. He's, he's yeah, into he's the got, rest of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super, yeah. So some of his lyrics are super. Like it's not that far off from dancehall, really. A lot of it, right? Because the content, lyrical content. And he has like that that thing that a lot of English guys have now, where it's like a tinge of Jamaican kind of accent yeah. in there in the way they speak. And that's what I find about a lot of Canadian rappers too, is that Canadian rappers from Caribbean backgrounds is that they have like I mean someone like Cardinal, right? Right. He's got the definite like Jamaican kind of uh, yeah. vibe too. Yeah. Well, and I think American rappers don't have that as much because they don't have they're not their background is not the same, right? A lot of a lot of a lot of black people in the UK are from the Caribbean, and 
in the states not as many immigrants i mean not, right. not the black people the other people rapping but i mean a lot of the rappers in general are from you know yeah same with here canada same thing yeah i mean you got a lot of people who have been here for like five six seven generations too but it just seems like it's more prevalent to have immigrants from that part of the world here and in england than it is states. in america yeah. definitely yeah. yeah yeah so so i i mean as someone who listens to reggae probably more than anything else i'm that really appeals to me obviously like i, I get into that so and yeah. the English accent sounds good doing it. It does, Definitely. and that's what we were talking yeah. about when we were listening to the song. Like, you wouldn't expect listening to rap in the 90s that people nowadays in England would be doing something so cool because the accent seems like it would be almost like a... a, a like a deterrent. Like a roadblock. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't yeah. work, right? Because, I mean, it, it, it just seems weird. I mean, some some languages sound horrible, like French rap. Have you heard French rap? No. Other than MC Solar? Do you remember that guy? No. Okay. Anyway, French rap is horrible. Like, it, it's just too much... <laughs> And I imagine German rap would be just as bad too, right? Because rolling, rolling of ours, and it doesn't work. Doesn't but really Spanish sense. rap sounds amazing. Spanish rap is because it just flows. So French is more broken up with like, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. The guttural things and the German, Austrian, all those languages probably something of Spanish. Just like huh. even Cypress Hill did that album where they did Spanish versions of all their all their hits. Right. It was yeah, great. Yeah, the... It was sounded sounded awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, English rap. Cool. English rap. And then the whole uh, electronic drum and bass kind of thing, going yeah, with it too, right, is yeah. different from America as well. So yeah, their their the, the UK take on on drum and bass jungle is definitely a lot more stripped down. Yeah, than well, than this you was find just really here, bass right? and yeah. vocals, yeah, almost, yeah. grime, right? Just, just yeah. some bass with some warm, warm yeah, yeah, it's it, cool. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I like. I mean, I like it. I don't. I don't know how well that kind of stuff's gonna catch on over here. I mean, I think it's had a chance to kind of and didn't really do it right. Mm. Like when Lady Sovereign was kind of big briefly. Yeah. When Lady Sovereign had that one, that one, the, her first EP that you could only get as an import, and it, it was and it was good. I have it. And then she came out with a full length, and, and you were like, terrible. "Yeah, I'm gonna buy this." And you were like, "This is fucking awful." It was bad. It was she got signed to Def Jam, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was yeah. Bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I mean, the vertically challenged the EP. I have it. It's great. It's it's amazing. DVD it comes really with all these videos of her. Super before, grimy, yeah. super and like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like this is awesome. And then you get a full length record, and you're really excited. You crack it open, and you're just like, "Jesus Christ!" And the one after that was bad too. She did another full length in America, and it was bad. I just downloaded that. One. I bought the. I bought the one you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, because I love the EP. Yeah. And no, yeah. no, 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 it didn't go. No dice. Mm. No, 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 no. So how are we gonna close this off here? Because well, got... Ryan was gonna play something that was. Yeah. Uh, Isn't um, he gonna be doing something? Yeah, you're gonna be doing something. Uh... Oh no, I don't know about that. I think you should. Okay. okay. Well, I maybe, think... maybe I will. Because yeah, we've been maybe will. with the uh, well, guests. I mean, you know, what we're trying to do with the guests yeah. is we're trying to get guests who have some kind of. Uh, I mean, it, we've had two musical guests so far, right? We had Tim Haverlock and JD Ormond. And they did acoustic kind of songs, which was great. I mean, um, they're they're really cool. But we're not all of our guests are musical. I mean, you are, but you're not. Playing but music. I'm not really. But you're a bass player, right? So I mean, well, I I I played bass. You in have band, been but a bass I wouldn't player. say that I'm a bass player. Right, but you're not going to sit there and play bass like for a Brad Jack song in front of us right now. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. No, no, but no, you, no, you've been doing a lot of you've been doing writing, and I know you've told me about this I before. Do. So yes. can you give yeah. me some info about what what you're doing? Or? Um, well, I, like essentially, I started writing in the '90s, right? Yeah. Um, I found a bunch of my mom's old poetry, oh, cool. and then yeah, and like I had no idea. My mom, my mom's a, like a really buttoned-down, quiet woman. I had no idea, and like she had anything really in her past. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then I started writing a little bit, and then starting bands. Like all I, all I did was sing, right? Yeah. Until yeah, until that's Kato. right. You to sing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, but the the stuff that I write is all just like weird, obscure references to myself, and kind of like dark imagery about what I hate about myself and what I hate about other people that reflects in myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it never really passed Knife in My Back era stuff, never really translated well to any music that I was yeah. making. So now I just have books and books and years and years. It's of, awesome. Yeah, well, you, stained I, pages. I think and, last time I saw you, which was months ago now, it's been a while, but I think that you said you, you had done some or something at a party or something. You'd done some. Yeah, I did a, there was like a folk, a folk punk thing. Yeah, yeah. Dave Segaric brought through at the Spence house. That's right, yeah. And yeah. somebody did a reading, so I was like, I was all drunk, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go home and get my journal. Yeah. I'm do myself a reading. Of course, nobody sat around for it except for like three people, but. Well, that's cool, right? Yeah. Who cares, right? As long yeah. as someone's sitting for it. So, I mean, if, you, if you're willing to do it, I'd like to hear it. I think yeah, well, I got, I got. We got a song to play first, but. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, we got so, a song. We, and... So, what we do usually is when the show wraps up, uh, I don't know if you heard this on the other ones you listen to, but we kind of uh, end with a song. But when we have guests, we end with the song, and then they go right into their performance. So um, before we play your song, I'm just going to drop all of the info about how people can find this song yeah. and everything. So um, this is episode 14 on uh, of Witch Police Radio. If you want to go to witchpolice.com, uh, you can download all of, or stream all the archives. We've got 13 other shows, plus um, all kinds of other music and different recordings, live stuff, recorded stuff, tapes from the 90s, whatever. Uh, you can get it all there. You can also follow this show on Twitter at at Witch Police FM 
or at which police, and they're kind of updated sporadically because I don't know what I'm doing. Octothorpe. Wow. Octothorpe. Awesome. Octothorpe. Awesome. Yes. And um, the, there's a Facebook group. We are the Witch Police. Just search for that. I'm sure there's another way to find it, but that seems to work. Um, and yeah, Monday nights at 11 p.m. You can listen to this show on UMFM 101.5 in Winnipeg. If you're not in Winnipeg, you can go to umfm.com and stream it uh, 11 p.m. Central Time. Monday nights, and let's get into whatever your song is. Yo, what is this? Um, it is a song called "By the Fireplace in White" by a band called Page Ninety Nine. Okay, I don't know anything about this band, so what? Who they are? were formed in, I believe, nineteen ninety-seven as a six-piece screamo band okay. in a town called Sterling, Virginia, just outside Washington D.C. Um, what did they put? Eight, eight full, eight documents under the belt. Anyway, um, they, all the records are titled documents one through eight. Okay. Um, cool. By the end, they were an eight-piece band: two bass players, drummer, oh, three guitars. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And 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 they're wow. they're a screamo band, which like, yeah. So anyway, it's eleven and a half minutes long. Um, so sit tight. Yeah, sit tight. Yeah. It's uh, it's a gooder. It's how does it fit the theme? Um, just by the fireplace and white. The lyrically, the, the song is references the yeah, thing yeah. The uh, lyrically, the song is just dark and demented, like imagery of knives sticking in faces and falling downstairs and following people home. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, um, I thought I thought it might be fun to play. Cool. All right. All right. Let's check it out. Okay. See you guys later.
called um a burnt discography for 2003 fuel on the fire i wrote it for you guys <clears throat> and then i'll teach you remedial english but in the closet we are but five faces bald and burning five faces like melted wax i put you on the fire i've ground holes inside these killers teeth and all i can see is a burnt discography of 2003 that's it <laughs> 